Hi, I'm Lawrence Pilar Elephant, and you're listening to Motivation Muscle Radio 24 7 with host Eric Shirillo. What do you want? The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 22nd of March, 2019. Now, I'm going to do things maybe a little bit different. I'm going to read an excerpt. I have a book my dad had, and my dad had passed away quite a while before this book materialized. My mom was cleaning stuff out. And for some reason, this was in a place where it never would have been. Because my father had a lot of his books, especially if he read them in bed, that was in his nightstand. But this is it. It's called Lombardi. Winning is the only thing. And it was edited by possibly one of the greatest guards in football, Jerry Kramer, who, like all of them, loved Lombardi like a father. And here it goes. I saw the movie Patton, and it was Vince Lombardi. The situation was different, but the thought was the same. We're here to do a job, and each and every one of us will put everything we've got into getting the job done. That was Vince. Patton believed in reincarnation. Who knows? Maybe it was Patton who coached the Packers, and that was written by Frank Gifford. On that note, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner, I am a champion, and I am unstoppable. If you've been listening to us, especially in the last six months, go out and look, listen to some of the shows I've done, not only with our family of guests on here, but my solo shows. I did a solo show the other night, it'll be up tomorrow, and it was called Burning Desire. Wait till you hear this show. And if you've been paying attention to me about Napoleon Hill, you're going to understand some of it. But you're going to get my spin on everything. Don't forget, too, Paul Gray's show we just did, I put up the other day. It was called Look What the Cat Dragged In. Incredible. My brother John from Seattle was on here. We talked about walking heavy. Now, my brother, he goes anywhere from 60 to 75-pound dumbbells. That's one of the things he does on Saturday besides pull a sled. He walks with those a quarter of a mile, and you have to come back with them too. And he talked about the pain and having to keep dropping them and picking them up, and I love it. He said if you train with them, there's no excuses, not unless the flesh is ripped off your hands. You have to go the quarter mile, come back with the quarter mile. And that was just one of them. What a great show. We also had Carolyn Johnson on, and we talked about the traumatic brain injury she had and how great she's come back. And um, the last one, too, uh, we did John Bruni. 
muscular bulk. You don't hear that much anymore because guys want to wear their sister's jeans usually now. Um, if you say anything where you get a little body fat on your stomach, oh, my God. Well, you want to put size on, you're going to put fat on. Then you start training it down. But there's all different points of the year. Listen to those shows. I'm telling you, there's a gold mine of information in there. Also, too, go out to uh, FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., that's my premier product. There's 14 modules. We can do anything we want with those. You ought to go out and purchase this product because, like so many of them out there, everything I'm telling you is what I'm living, what I've done, what I'm doing, and what we're doing now. And I'm going to bring this gentleman in shortly. We've got our pal Eric Gutman on here, and Eric's been with me almost from the beginning. So he knows the gist of Eminem. And um, there's a lot of good things going on here. Let me tell you, I'm talking training besides, I mean, the stuff John McKean and I'm doing, um, the stuff I'm doing on a singular note, it's just maybe you've seen it, maybe you've done it, maybe you haven't. Maybe you learn it and get a new twist in your training. But let me tell you, it's incredible stuff. And I'm so proud of it and happy with just accelerating everything. You know, as I said, we don't compete here with anyone. We dominate. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path is our motto. Also, too, don't forget Prosperity Consciousness page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Look, it's a $25, $50, and $100 investment in two companies that click. It goes right to my mail, uh, right to my PayPal account, and it goes right into business. And, you know, sometimes we get money, sometimes we don't. But, I mean, to make this show run, besides what I'm doing on the outside, we need money. And most people charge you for shows. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I want you to buy Winners and Champions, Inc., because and obviously investing because what is twenty five fifty and one hundred dollars over twelve months? People spend that on coffee, so invest in us. I'm telling you right now, you'll never lose when you're with this outfit. Never. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com/slash/category/slash/podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Eric Gutman and I have done. Um, we've done some killer shows and. They always have that twist where we can bring the topic up, and whether we like it or not, but there's one thing I can tell you, you're never going to walk away from here scratching your head saying, I wish those guys told me now what to do. Well, we always go into, might be something we'd call negative, I don't know, but when you walk out of here, you're going to be thinking, and that's what it is. You've got to be teachable, and Eric and I are teachers. And that's what you got to do to excel into whatever it is you want to take on. Not only your training, your personal life, whatever it is. So you have the ability here to catch an awful lot of gold and go back and re-listen to it because you are not the same person the next day you were when you listened to the show. That's the secret of getting ahead, the repetition. We're going to get into that probably today too. Also too, sign up for our free newsletter at motivationandmuscle.com. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account whenever I put out any type of data, material. It goes right to your inbox. Another big investment, buy advertising in MotivationMuscle.com. It's right on the homepage. It's very, very reasonable, and I will work very diligently with you 
to make us both money. And that's what it's all about. There's no shame in making money and being successful. And we know what's going on now in the world. I try not to get involved with it because you build from the inside out, not from the outside in, which so many people are living. And I'm telling you right now, you do that and it will crush you. And I mean, it will crush you for good. And this is why when I hear things now that, you know, especially where I live in New York, even the big Richies down in the city now, they're saying um, 41% of them right now, this was a a statistic I read yesterday, are going to leave New York. Why, they said? The taxes are too high. Well, these are the people that their ways of living where they want to pay every tax in the world now has finally got them, folks. What do you know? It's not only the mass exodus out of where I am in upstate. Now the rich people on the west side are all starting to leave. And the thing that bothers me, they're going to go to nice states and they're going to be voting the same clowns in we've got here. I don't like to get political. But I've I've been reading a lot of things because I like to do that. I always love to see what people are thinking. And I, I could tell you some other things. Human nature, this is what we're going to we'll get into this today because Eric and I are going to talk about some Navy SEAL training he just did. Human nature, you have to want to do things. Like you have to be in touch with yourself and other people and not just push yourself in a corner and say everything is bad or no good, as I say, because I want to get Eric on. I've been going too long. But as I say, you can be the white ball of positive energy or you can be the black ball of negative energy, and we'll get into that too. But come out, invest in us. I promise you a big return. Don't forget about our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, let me give you some information on Eric. Number one. Eric is a naval officer, strongman, writer, trainer, and speaker. Um, very big on the nutritional end of things, um, you know. And every time I speak to Eric, he's been up to something, and you know that's what it's all about. And we're going to talk about before I bring him in. We're going to talk about Joe Joe Hippensteel, and Eric took a course with stretching and recovery, and it's very interesting, and you're going to love the take on that. And then we're going to slide, because it's going to go, I'm sure both of these subjects are going to intertwine totally. It was a thing Steve Jack used to always say, and if you've gotten his fine uh, DVD on him getting ready to go to Husafel, and it shows him lifting the stone and everything, it always resonated with me big time. Shoulder, some responsibility, and I imagine Eric's going to hammer that right through the wall. Eric, I know that was long, but we had a lot to get out. You know, it's always an honor to have you back, and I'm glad you're on with me again, and uh, thanks for coming on, brother. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. It's always been a pleasure, and I've, I've been you uh, with you since the very beginning of uh, Motivation and Muscle. Very proud to be your friend. Very proud to be on. Well, thanks, man. Um, Give out your websites. You know, anything that's going on, and uh, we'll get started on your SEAL training there. I'll tell you what, I'll, I have a big announcement to make at the end of a live seminar I'll be doing with Matt Fury. Oh, but wow. I'll save that for the end. Let's let's dive into the good stuff. All right. So, 
Let's talk about Joe and his program. And it's very interesting because we're talking about David Goggins, too. I mean, I haven't read his book, but I've listened to him before on YouTube, and I'm very aware of him. And, you know, I love to hear this stuff because Eric is always going, and he's into something, and he's using it for his own business. Obviously, he's using it to make himself a better individual. So take it away. Tell us how, first off, Eric, how you discovered Joe. Number two, I mean, you know, we're we're obviously being in the Navy. I I would assume maybe you found it through there. But how did you make contact with this gentleman? And we'll go from there, brother. So it's interesting because my story is how everybody I met there uh, got there. So I read David Goggins' book, Can't Hurt Me. And, you know, he tells of all the feats he did, but then it caught up to him. And he literally couldn't train. And he had two heart surgeries. And he thinks he's going to die. And he remembers that this guy, this Joe guy, that go to the Navy SEAL teams and he would teach them about stretching and recovery. Joe's company is called Ultimate Health Performance. Um, and that's really what he does. He's, he's been, you know, in athletics all of his life and his sport was the decathlon right he was a decathlete Mm -hmm. and as a 5'8 165 pound guy he said he was always at a disadvantage from the 6 to 195 pound guys right he said you know just think about on the high jump if he were to jump 6'3 well he just jumped like eight or or nine inches for a six foot two guy to jump 6'3", it's only one one inch above his head. Right. So he saw how he needed to outperform all those guys that were genetically uh, more advantageous to him, which was literally all the top the athletes where, you know, in their six feet something, 180, 190 pounds, so they had a, a size and weight advantage over him. So he was always training, 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 and his whole dream was to be an Olympic athlete. But due to the overtraining, he pulled a hamstring, was not able to, uh, to make the Olympic team, but he says, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. So he spent the last 30, 40 years training and figuring it out how the smaller person can outperform the bigger person. Yep. And at the end of the day, he did something which I think he's the first person to do this, is to actually define standards of flexibility to define the range of motion where healing and recovery begin and where optimal performance is to be found. And he not only tried this amongst himself, he's tried it among, you know, athletes, uh, professional athletes, and of course, the subject of the matter, Navy SEALs. He's been working with the Navy SEALs for eight years. Mm-hmm. And what he does is... In, in the San Diego Naval Base, there's a big training center, and the, the bottom floor is a, a conventional gym. And then t- just walking there, you want to train because everybody there is Jack. You know, yeah. these are all SEALs. They're all at a, an elite level of fitness. You just walk there, you want to train, and you want to train hard. In the upper room, they have the mass for when they do their combatives and their jujitsu, and that's where Joe takes them. Now, most people go there begrudgingly if they get broken. But now the word is spread around like if somebody's going to ha- you know, schedule for a, a knee surgery or lower back surgery and they don't want to get it, they know that if they work with Joe, mm-hmm. 
They will not only not need the surgery, but they will be performing at a better level than they ever were before. And I tell you, I met SEAL after SEAL after SEAL that said, you know, when he came around, we call him the stretchy guys, didn't pay attention, but then had the guy had his first back surgery, now he needs to fix it, now he's listening to Joe. Sure. And now the second back surgery never materialized. Now they, they now they go okay if you if you're about to get a surgery go visit Joe because you'll probably won't need the surgery if you follow the protocols. So what I did is I took the the he has defined 24 ranges of motion that when you hit him again that's when healing begins recovery begin pains goes away and you can actually train harder because you'll recover if you're yeah. hitting these ranges. So first we did three days to learn all about them. But then he was teaching us how to coach and help other people, right? Mm -hmm. And our train, you know, our, our practical were seals. All we had to practice on were seals. And we're at the upstairs room, and one guy comes up, it's my shoulder, right? So we go through the process of first finding out the range of motion, did a lot of tension release, even did traction on the guy. But literally within an hour to an hour and a half, we would fix the guy's shoulder problem. That's awesome. Now, and so and this is seal after seal after seal. Now, some of the guys who are new, then you need to teach them the ranges of motion and work with them till they get it. But the guys who are more advanced who already had the ranges of motion, these are the guys that, you know, seals are overdoing it, by the way. You know, these yeah. are not doing your, your average or these are not, oh, I'll just do the middle way. Seals are all out all the time. And that's why their recovery process needs to be on par with that. And that's that's literally what I did. And I'm I'm looking always, you know, to apply it to myself. Sure. As long as I can, as best as I can. And long story short, I, I came back to my command, I talked to the chief of staff, told him what I would do, I said, Hey, I want to run a couple of groups. He says, Well, you can't charge any money and you cannot ask people to endorse either you or Joe. I says, Fine. Yeah. So I just had a Navy captain, an O six, uh, a fellow lieutenant commander, an O four and a DOD civilian do one hour with me at the base gym, and, and they loved it. Yeah. Uh, and I told them, you know, you will do more real stretching for your lower back in one hour than you've probably done all year. Yeah. And that sounds like, you know, boasting, but it's not. Because if you saw how methodical and simple it is, you know, it, it makes sense. And I asked all of, all of them saw the light. Now, the, the thing is this, right? Are you willing to spend that hour on a daily basis? Because – even though you can learn, and with literally four basic moves, we can fix most lower backs. Yep. The thing is, to really fix it, to regain your uh, flexibility, it might take 20 to 50 hours. Correct. And that's where, that's where they go, okay, in one hour, they saw it. So it doesn't. it's not that they have faith in me. I proved to them, and we tested their forward flexion of the spine, lateral flexion, spinal rotation, and spinal extension. And they all saw where they were initially, and they all saw how we trained it, and at the end, they were much better. But now comes the thing, hey, you're going to go to bed, and you're going to sleep, and it's going to reset. So then every day, it's, here's the thing, are you willing to work on this till you actually achieve the standard, the range of motion, so that then your warm-ups can be a lot uh, uh Shorter. Once you have the range of motion, it takes 20 to 30 seconds. But to achieve the range of motion, you need to hold the stretch for two minutes, taking one-minute rest, and repeating that till you achieve the range of motion. But nice. it's fascinating. If, if, if you run people through the numbers, they see the light, then they go, I don't know about the time. And it's funny because I tell people, well, 
Do you go home and watch TV? <laughs> yeah. Well, just stretch while you're watching TV. It's great to do it with your kids. Because yep. people love knowing that there's a standard, right? Yeah. You know, so the difference between what Joe's doing and everybody else is doing flexibility is he says, you know, everybody's doing art with flexibility and they're very creative, right? So what Joe's doing is, is boring in science. It's here's a standard. When you meet it, it works. I'll give you an example. Forward flexion of the spine. Here's something that everybody can try out. If you were to sit cross-legged on the floor, yeah. bend forward. If you can get your forehead on the floor, wow. you have met the standard for forward flexion of the spine. Now, I've yet to meet somebody who can do it right away unless they're a gymnast, but you, you try to do that for about a minute and you'll see where you're at. Maybe you're one fist or two fists away from the floor. Or I use fist because it's an easy way to look at a person that looks like one your your head is one fist above the ground or your head sure. is it's an easy it's an easy average measurement that you know makes sense you know by the end of it people were inches from the ground wow and they all know what they have to do so I love that it's it's methodical so I have a a lower back group a shoulder group a migraine group and eventually I'll just say hey I'll teach you the full. Uh, 24 ranges of motion. It's just that that one would take a lot more time. Um, but, yeah, it's great. That, so that is how I found out about it, David Goggins. Yep. Uh, and the funny thing is I'm trying to find, where's this guy? Does he have a book, a DVD? He had a rinky-dink website that looked like nobody's touched it since the 90s, right? Yeah. So I start writing emails to the contact. Hey, you know, I'm trying to find something more about it. And what happened was that he was supposed to get a book out. Uh, on time with David Goggins, but David Goggins's book came out, and this guy's literally getting 400 emails a day inquiring about stuff. Wow! And he's working wow. at the Navy SEALs, he gets calls from you know professional athletes, and you know he redid his whole website. But before he did that, I sent emails and emails, and finally they sent this mass email to everybody. Thank you all for your requests. We have uh, a book coming out sometime in June. We're, we're looking to film some videos. We're going to hold a seminar, and we're going to hold a certification course. So I just literally wrote, yes to all. Tell me <laughs> how I can begin, you know. Yeah. So I, did a, I did a Zoom class with him. Yep. And I said, I, Joe, I will ask for leave, and if I get the leave, I will attend the full certification course. Wow. Uh, got my leave approved, paid the money, and uh, spent a week with Joe. Great. Great training with him. Great hanging out with the SEALs. Uh, because, you know, they're, they're out there, you know, if you're into human performance, right? Yeah. You're hanging out with the SEALs or pushing the limits of human performance, you know, and then you're hanging out with Joe, whose company's ultimate human performance, because he's analyzing how it is that you get the most out of your body. So that was the stretching and recovery part. The other thing that, you know, is a whole nother show is he showed me how he helps SEALs who want to try out for the elite navy team you know there's if you're in a seal team you're in the elite category yeah. but within the seal teams there's the elite seal team that you know you have to apply for and he was showing me how he programs the training for the guys that want to try out for that extra team you know yeah, yeah. so it's how to recover how to remain healthy forever and then how to program high performance let me ask you this, Eric. Does um, it, does does Joe have any video out on YouTube people could look at, or you got anything out there yet, or what? 
So now, now he does, if you go to like, if you Google Ultimate Health Performance, yeah. Joe Hippensteel, now he's got a, a good website running, and he actually has videos of where you can follow along of the, the basic stretches. So you can learn the, the basic stretches, and then there's like a little bit more advanced coaching, uh, all the nuances, so absolutely. Okay. Go sure. to, uh, and it's uh, Ultimate Human Performance, Joe Hippensteel. You will see his videos. You can buy them. There's one for like a hundred dollars. Yep. Uh, if you can get the whole series for like five hundred ninety-five dollars, I believe. So the live seminars were uh, eight hundred fifty dollars just for a seminar, and to get the full certification, it's like eight grand. Yeah, yeah, that's big money. But you know, that's when you want to go out and start teaching the world too, like you're talking about. I mean, you gotta you gotta be certified for that. Because I'm gonna go out and take a look at that. Um, I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna invite him to come on the show. I'd love that. Hey, I'll house. talk to him. For, absolutely, okay. I'd love I'll to talk have to him for you. Be very interesting guy. I'd appreciate you doing that. It'd be. Um, I was telling Eric. You know, Eric hadn't been on with me for about six months. We had we had a few scheduling uh, uh, burps there, and. Um, you know, I was telling Eric how Eminem is is evolving into something where it is its own entity. Yes, it's me, but if you don't understand how things start moving, you won't really catch what I'm going to say here. And this is the thing, you know, when Eric is talking about what he did with Joe and the seals and all that, and, you know... We're going, I don't, strength is always the basis here. It's never going to change. But everything we're talking about today, you want a stronger body, you want a more responsive body, you want a mind that is like a steel trap. This is just another piece of what you want to do. And I'm going to go right back to Eric, but this is the thing right now I, I want to convey to a lot of people because of my ideas and where I'm going. I don't even call anything journey anymore. It's just like, you know what? We're going to go do it and that's it. You know, and whatever I was telling Eric doesn't work out. I write it in my notebook and I guarantee you at some point in my life, I'm coming back to it because things don't happen by accident. I'm telling you right now, if you understand how the universe works and I think, well, I know, you want greatness, there's a number of things that we talk about it, but you go out and you start researching people, or you listen to the show and you're like, wow, Joe sounds like a guy I might want to talk to, or Eric Gutman sounds like a guy I'd like to do business with. This is what I'm saying. If you want to get to these places, you know, whether it's stone lifting, being just able to do things. You know how many people, look, you know my story with my brother Jimmy. How many people do you know that they get worn out wearing walking up a flight of stairs? They can't bend over to tie their shoes. This is stuff, yeah, it, it, it might be painful, but I like painful. I like something that is just beating me right near the ground at this point, and I will just get back up. And, I'll, I, you know, as I say, you punch me once, I'll punch you 50 times. Whatever you give me, I'm going to give you back. And see, this is a mentality that you have to have to exist, especially in today's world. And this is the stuff Eric's talking about. You're going, you're learning. You know, yeah, obviously Eric has a great background, but that just didn't happen. Eric wasn't born with this background, folks. So when we're talking about this stuff, don't say, well, I can't do it. You can do it. 
You're listening to a guy that's an established athlete, among many things. But, and I'm going to go right to Eric. I guarantee you, I'll ask Eric this question, and I know you'll get an honest answer. Here's the question, Eric. Were you born like this? Absolutely not. In fact, if you remember one of our earlier podcasts, I was actually the weakling. Um, what started me on a strength journey is being in uh, junior high school or high school, whatever it was, ninth grade, eighth grade, and you know they gave uh, a physical fitness test, kind of like a military test, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, and a run. I couldn't do a single push-up, brother. I remember. I'm that. talking about. I got into a plank. I went down, and for one minute, I pushed with all my might, trying to come up from the push-up position, and I trembled and collapsed. Yeah. And you know, in front of the whole fucking class, you know, yep. this yep. guy 25, this guy 40, Goopman zero. And, you yep. know, and then everybody looks and laughs, you know. So that is my starting point, all right? I was yeah. horribly uncoordinated as well. When I am in college, so I, so because of that experience, I said I need to, like you said, I need to take ownership and only I can make myself stronger. Yep. So I started training, you know, I went to a gym and, I, and it was one of those old school gyms where everybody was, I call them, my surrogate fathers of strength. These were bodybuilders, yep. bouncers, Marines, DEA agents, you know, all types of, of SWAT, you know, riot squad. And this is like in the early 80s when bodybuilding is not popular. You know, this is before the fitness craze. If you're in a gym, you were into strength, you know, and you were either an athlete or you were somebody who required physicality in their job. And there was a little old me. Yep. But because I had an interest, these these dudes took an you know interest in me, and as long as I put out, I mean, as long as I went there and I put in the effort, yeah, and and didn't bitch or moan or complain, they would give me more. All right, try this, you know, military press, bench press, blah blah blah. And I remember I would go like, what do I do today? Well, what are you trying to do? Uh, I'm trying to do chest. And he go, well, do this one first, this second, and this third. Right? If if after they said. What what they record? I didn't do it. Then they would never talk to me again. Because well, I exactly. told you what to do. You didn't do it, so stop wasting my time. But I would do it, you know, with a passion. I would like to see when they're training. What are you doing? Shoulders. Can I train with you? And they look at me like, don't make me change the plates. <laughs> don't make me change the plates. <laughs> so these dudes are banging out, you know. 135 military press sets of 12, yep. and I, I'm just so proud to be. I, I'm backing up three to four reps, but he didn't have to change the plates. You know that exactly. was just, so. I I see how they operate. I, I did what they did. Obviously not at their rep ranges, but I was able to follow the program. And it's funny because when you're talking about, you know, when I was young, all I could do was buy a book. Or a cassette tape, you know, back in the days sure. that, you know, back in the days where Nightingale Conan had the six tape series. And all I could do was dream about how great it must be to one day meet these dudes, right? Yeah. Then, as I got older, I got in the Navy. Now I have this, you know, I got means, right? Now I have dineros, money. Yep. Now they have seminars. I go, wow, I can attend a seminar. You know, and yeah. I start 
meeting some of these people. And now it's to the point where I present alongside them. I know. You know? I know. And, and that is such a great feeling when you go to a seminar from the other side of the room. You know, I love to go to seminars. I'll go as a participant. But it's when you go as a presenter, it's a whole different experience. Yep. And nobody is born with the skills for which they present. I'm the weakling. Most of you, if not all of you listening to this right now, were stronger than me in high school. And I guarantee that if you did the push-up test, you had a higher score than zero, which is right. what I had. Right. But there's this Chinese saying that makes sense, is whatever's, you know kicks your ass when you're young is what you're meant to work with. Mm. That's why a lot of great healers in China are born with some kind of illness. And then they study the internal arts or the healing arts and they cure themselves and then they cure others. But if they had been healthy, you know what they'd been doing? Drinking and partying and thinking about having sex with girls and stuff like that. Because yep. health would have never been a problem because they would have had it. It's only when something is taken away from you or you have a great lack or a great desire that you put the time and effort. Otherwise, you never think about it. No, and you, and you know what it is too, Eric, and, and we'll go back to Joe if there's anything you want to finish up, but, um, you know, you, you used to read about a lot of the old bodybuilders, sickly, you know, think about, you know, anybody, Jack LaLanne, all these people, you know, um, when you talk about health, health food stores, um, I'm trying to think, um, Paul Bragg, all that stuff, you know, these were people that supposedly, you know, will just convalescent you'll be all right and whatever it was in them and i always say it's that burning desire because you got to have that for anything you do and obviously uh, uh, a faith that you have that no one else has in you um these are such important things especially in today's world and for kids because none of this stuff's taught anymore none of it it's like let's have the vanilla world we don't want anyone to outshine anyone. And I know not everywhere is like this, but you, the majority. Well, I'll tell you what. If that was our attitude from the beginning of our lineage, we'd be nowhere right now. And to me, I never was a guy that liked second place anyways. And as I said in the beginning of the show, we don't compete with anybody. We dominate. That's the way it is. And if you don't think like that, it's going to be very hard to measure up, to create your own goals. Because to me, like I said, we're not competing. And I think the biggest demon in all of us is all is us. We are the ones that control our lives. I don't care what anybody tells you. All right, there's different factions that try to come and do it. But when it comes down to it, it's what I think. You could sit and advise me or teach me and I let it in or whatever. But in the end... You're going to have to make the decision, and if you let others make your decisions for you, folks, you might have a little bit of a problem, and I mean a big problem, and this is the thing. I was telling Eric, I was at a Whole Foods last weekend. I don't like the place, and I'm not advertising them, okay, unless they want to come in here and pay me a boatload <laughs> of money, but here's the deal, Eric. I told Eric this. I go there because it's the only place I can get the skier from Iceland that I loved when I was in Iceland twice. So I go in there, and, you know, I love watching. If someone speaks to me, I'll speak to them. 
and there was this big pop, and people were like, I had t- they're in front of me, and they jumped. And the first thing I thought of, they had to think of, it was gunshot. This is what we're producing now. We're producing chicken shit people that are afraid of everything. When Eric talks about David Goggins um, or anybody that has gone through these life and death situations, how many people do you know, you know, they basically buried them? But you know what? They didn't die. They couldn't be killed. You know, you, you read about people. I, I've read about entrepreneurs. Cancer. Death sentence. You know what? They ended up living 25 more years. And the people that used to surround them were all dead. And I'll tell you one of the things I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm going to give it right to Eric. We talk about Napoleon Hill, obviously, and Earl Nightingale. And you heard Eric make reference to Nightingale Conant. Both of them. What you think about most is coming to you whether you want it or not. Do you realize the power you have, folks? The power. There's so much power in you to get whatever you want. The problem is you're listening to outside sources all the time. And I'll be honest with you, you're fucking lazy. Go ahead, brother. Take it. So I want to touch on something you said, which is which is endemic and it's really hurting people. And it's this whole notion, you know, which is epitomized in the whole everybody gets a trophy for participation yeah you know if you want to you know people say oh we want to be comfortable and we don't want anybody's feeling to get hurt but you know what's hurting people the most it's this attachment to the comfortable this attachment to the well let's 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 not do anything that's even a little bit tough because You know what's refreshing about hanging out with the Navy SEALs? It's a complete antithesis of that. It's a place where excellence is is expected. Not to say excellence is required to be there. Brother, if you're not going to do your job to to the level of required of a Navy SEAL, they'll kick you the fuck out. Exactly. It's life or death things. There's no room for wishy-washy. So everything's voluntary. All these guys are type A putting in 110% effort. So, you know, it's interesting because when you're talking about uh, about what you're talking, I remember seeing this video about uh, Kung Fu and the, and the, you know, uh, the Kung Fu coach is disciplining people and he kind of slaps them when they're, when they're, you know, bad posture. Sure. And they're interviewing the guys and go like, yeah, you know, uh, I was being lazy and uh, Sifu, you know, he, he got me back on track. And then the, the coach says, how good would you be in Kung Fu if you only trained when you felt like it? Yep. You know? Yeah. And, 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 and I thought about it. That's a very good point. And he says, in order to be good in Kung Fu, you must train what you know you must train, mm. whether you feel like it or not. Yep. And going back to another thing you said, you know, uh, so there's a post I made called Focus on What You Want. Yep. Because a lot of people use Facebook uh, to, to bitch and moan. And by the way, you know, I I've, I completely block anybody that bitches and moan. Yep. I block them. I only see people that are talking about fitness or that put stuff that is funny. You know, so yeah, yeah. Just, so yeah. just just to put that out there, but uh, even then, you know, people like to make comments on stuff that's going on, and you know, in the in the realms of let's say health, uh, politics, international events, 
people are always creating these doom gloom scenarios uh, that are very fear driven mm-hmm. and they're based on lies and deceit. And I was talking to a person yesterday about this. It's like, look, focusing what you want. And at the end of the day, there's many things you can control and there's things you can't. I can't control the weather where there's going to be a massacre and, uh, you know, Congress. Sure. You know, whether people go left or right politically. I don't control any of that. But you know what I can control? I can control me. I can go. control what I put in my mouth and how I choose to use my body. And after hanging out with the SEALs, I say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to design a program. I'm going to take all the SEAL standards and just plop them in there. So, okay, I'm going to start training myself to swim the 500 yards in 12 minutes or less. All right, I'm going to train to go up 100 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, 100 sit-ups. I'm sorry, uh, 15 pull-ups, but it was 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 front squats, 15 pull-ups, run the mile and a half. And then I said, okay, and when I was was in naval aviation the test was she had to swim a mile in 70 minutes i go okay i'm gonna add that to the mix then so i create this whole training scenario that is based on becoming someone right i'm focusing on who i want to become and i've taken all those numbers from military requirements right because even if you go to the navy seal where it says minimum requirement for push-up is 42 and the max is 79 it says but then the guy writes, but honestly, if you want to be part of the SEAL team, you should aim at 100. Because if you just do 42, <laughs> no, they're telling you, this is what the Navy regulations say. But just so that you know, if you do 42 push-ups and stop, you're not going to go into the SEAL team because they won't let you in. You know, it's like, no, you're, you're, if you're a minimum type of guy, you're, you're not going to do well. So it says train yourself to do 100. So then I said, okay. So the rule book says this, but the actual truth is if you're not putting out 100 push-ups – you're probably not going to make it. It's okay. That's my standard. And I said, okay, I'm not a SEAL. I'm 45 years old. Yep. So I have the luxury of time. I don't need to meet the standards in a month because it would be crazy to do so. I'm looking at doing a month of work and every month testing myself mm-hmm. and seeing where I am. And like I said, if it takes me three months or three years, it's irrelevant. I am on my way. I will achieve my training objectives. Why? Because I can control what I put in my mouth and I can control how I choose to use my body. So again, like we're talking about, I've programmed my body. I'm only doing four workouts a week. One is a distance track work day. One is an upper body training day. The the next day is a sprint track work day. And then it's a lower body uh, training day. Once I do like about a month or two of that, I'm going to start adding the swim. But when I look at my goals, I get fired up. It's like I want to train. I literally wake up and say, great, man, today I get to do sprints. Because it's lining up with my goals. Then the next day I go, today I get to do squats. Awesome. You know? But if I didn't have the goals, then why am I sprinting? Why am I – it doesn't make any sense. Right. That's one of the problems when people have – these what I call like good look naked goals. Why are you going to train? Oh, I just want to lose 20 pounds. That's not motivating enough, right? No way. Nope. Who you're becoming, like, you know, a guy like you, it's like you're like becoming strong as fuck. You know, it's like the Hulk. Then there's Eric Fiorello, right? There's like <laughs> huge amounts of shit. That is such a scary goal. That's got a – like you can't – you know, you have to get fired up to get under a squat rack with over 500 pounds. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, there's no wishy-washy way to like, well, let me try to move 500 pounds. No. 
You're going to go there with like a do or die. And I told you when I was going through the dead stop program, yeah. you call it, I call it scary wave. I mean, you look at that bar and yep. you pause and you will feel fear. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you go, fuck it. Well, you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, the bar won't move. So be it. So, you know? yeah. And you know what, you know what it is, Eric? It, I'm convinced of this. All right. And I'll be interested in what you say because I've been telling you, touching upon some things with Eric offline that I've been doing, which, you know, you talk about intimidating things if you let them. You know, you walk in and you see that rack on a pile and axle loaded. And within the next five seconds, you're going to be under that thing and either you're going to motor that and pin it or you're not. But this is the point I'm going to make to you. You know, I talk about how everything is vibration, and I've been going to this more and more. Not too much. I haven't really done a big show on vibration and how you vibrate. But believe it or not, folks, the Apollo axle, the power rack, the stones, the damn platform I'm standing on with my feet, it's vibrating. It's alive. And the thing is that you got to realize is everybody thinks, oh, it's just an inanimate object. doesn't mean shit. Well, I can tell you those objects have torn a bicep on me, inanimate. No, they aren't. They're alive. Then I'll hear, well, you lifted it wrong. Well, maybe I did. It was too cold. Maybe it was. But see, those things don't ever factor into me at all. When I, when I think about that tear, did I want it? Fuck no. Who would? But you know what? Like Eric, you know, taking on the swimming, taking on the weightlifting, taking on whatever it is he's going to do, all right? The sprinting, to get to these goals. Things do happen along the way. You know, we talked about some things you don't have control of. You can sleep all you want. You can eat great and everything, but you can go out and you can get injured. I know a lot of my friends that have. Some have not required surgery. Some have. I mean, a, a torn bicep, you got to have it fixed. Well, some don't. They say they don't lose that much. But I'm getting to this point. Those pieces of equipment we're using, whether they're natural out of the earth or you build them or you lag them into the floor or whatever, they're breathing and living. Most people in the Harris will think I'm really falling off the cliff now. I'm, here, I'm telling you, if you came here and did a workout with me, and you worked out with me for at least a year straight, and you could handle the shit I'm going to throw at you, you would know what I'm talking about here right now to Eric. This is the real deal. There's a lot of great sports. You look at the SEALs. I love the way Eric talked about it. Well, you might be expected to do 40 on paper, but the silent is 100. See, it doesn't have to be spoken because it's been spoken, and these gentlemen know it, okay? That's the thing with everybody. Too many people got their gums flapping all the time. They speak over you. They don't listen to you, and this is how they get hurt, all right? I love things like that, the silence. You know what you have to do, and you keep formulating. Eric talked about standards. you got to have standards for everything you do, and standards are disciplines. These are the things that we do. These are the things that aren't spoken a lot about. Eric made a great reference with Facebook. I, I don't need to look at another chick's crack on Facebook. I could care less. All right? I've been with enough women. I know I know what their rear ends look like. Some look better than others, period. Um, 
when I'm in something like that, when you see etched in stone or etched in stone for kids or M&M or FBC, oh, I love joking around, having a good time. But you know what? There's enough of that. You can go find that. When you come out there, you know, you look at the stuff these guys and women are doing. It is absolutely incredible. This isn't by accident. These guys and women have been training for decades. I love it. And it speaks a truth and a volume to you that I don't know many things that do when it comes to strength. You know? And that's what I love about this. And when we talk about shoulder and responsibility, that's what I'm talking about here. Take something on, no matter what it is, and go after it. And don't make excuses. You know, I, I, I've had tears coming down my face many times out in that back. And language I've spoke to myself that I would never talk that way to. But it's pride, frustration, and the will that you want to get it so bad. And with all this, it's going to come a lot of disappointment, a lot of failure, a lot of what-ifs, a lot of things that most people are not prepared for. Because if you go out there and you want to discover yourself a little bit, you're going to get a little frightened at times. And you're going to hear things and do things that you probably normally would never have done. But when you're in these situations and they are the best of best, whether I can only lift a a 300-pound stone today and walk at 35 feet when three days before I walked at 80, it doesn't matter. Eric even said that. It doesn't matter because it's all what you think about after you've done it. If you're saying, God, I suck today, I can't lift anything, what do you think your next workout's going to be like? Or what's going to happen when you leave there? You're probably going to slip and break your leg or something. Go ahead, Eric. I could go on for a week. You know, uh, you, you mentioned something about vibration and preparing. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that, you know, I was thinking about the other day, and it fascinates me because – There is somebody listening to this right now that will be walking with me on a stage 10 to 15 years from now. And I tell you exactly what I mean. In 2004, I came back to my naval base from a deployment to the Middle East. And I was in the gym. And I saw a guy doing some weird exercise. When I see somebody doing something I don't know, I go, I talk to them, I want to find out what is it, where does it come from, how do I do it? The guy was doing the kettlebell exercise known as the windmill. So I learned about kettlebells from that guy. And then he said, the other thing you should look at is a guy called Matt Fury. There you go. So I get online and I buy his book, Combat Conditioning. I got them all, brother. Exactly. So I got one book, which led to the next book, which led to courses, right? So little by little, I am, you know, reading. I am internalizing what he's saying. I am upping my vibration. I am preparing by taking what he says and putting into practice. And then, you know, came the opportunity to meet him at a seminar. He held a seminar called the Get Tough Seminar. And uh, I wanted, you know, I literally went there just because I wanted to meet the guy, you know? Sure. Um, And, again, that was like in in 2008. And, you know, we we were, I'll say, I won't say we were friends, but we were friendly. We know who each other are. We interacted a lot. I mean, I, I, I 
you know, I, I like his products, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, he went into retirement. And um, I was thinking really about, you know, my career in the military and how that is, you know, everything has a shelf life. Sure. A four-star uh, Marine general told me, like, you got to realize that no matter where you are, everything has a shelf life. Yep. And I thought, you know, when I leave the military, I would love to really hit the stage um, and and just dedicate my life to health, strength, and longevity. And I, I was thinking these things, and Matt Fury started coming on Facebook. Yep. And talk about different things. And uh, long story short, Matt Fury's coming out of retirement in 2019, and he'll be doing a live seminar on fat loss after 40, and I will be doing that seminar with him. I will be co-hosting awesome. that seminar, which in 2004, if you were to tell me that one day I would be sharing the stage with Matt, teaching his stuff and my stuff together, I'd say, man, I really, you know, you are on drugs. That's a right. great dream, but I don't see that happening. So forward from 2004 to 2019 and this may in tampa we will have a live seminar where everything that i've built over this 45 years of trial and error and learning with the seals and learning with everybody everybody that had something of value i would as soon as i would find out i would figure out what is the price you have to pay right there's i don't know if it's uh jim Rohn or or uh Earl Nightingale, it says that, you know, on the road to success, you know, you've got to pay the toll and you got to pay the full price of the toll. Yep. Otherwise, you're not going to be allowed on the road. No. And one of the fastest things that separates you is if you're going to talk the talk, then you're going to have to walk the walk. So, hey, I love your shit. Okay, well, there's a seminar. Okay, then as soon as they say that, if you're going to go pay the fee, get your airfare, show up, pay attention implement it yep now if you think you're going to figure it out on your own then you're going to that you could it's going to take you 10 years fine i am i paid joe because he is a proven entity in my mind david goggins has vouched for him he's vetted that's yep. the one we use in the military he to me david goggins vetted joe hippensteel yeah and the fact that i was there and i i over 20 seals i talked to all swear by him you know i know it's the real deal plus I'm seeing people heal in a span of an hour. Yep. So going back to the vibration and preparation. Yep. Right now, there's probably somebody listening to you or me, and they see like they're very far apart from us. You know, maybe they're overcoming some some health challenge. Maybe they're just very weak like I was when I was in high school. I couldn't do a single push-up. Right. And, you know... Maybe some of what we say now will affect him or her to the point that they will start implementing changes. And over the next decade, this person will become stronger. Yeah. And this person will prepare himself or herself, and they will take it upon themselves to get to study, to, to go and seek out qualified coaches and health experts. And they will come up with their own knowledge on top of whatever we share with them. I, I, and it's very likely yeah. that within a decade, this person who is listening to us right now, 
who thinks that him sharing the stage with you or me is the farthest thing from the realm of possibility might be the person walking on stage with us as we do a seminar where we actually need whatever this person is learning. I mean, I, I when I was on the phone with, with, with Matt, I was just going some of the stuff I learned with Joe. Yeah. You know, he, he's, oh, my God, that's great. I'm going to implement it. And he, we were even able to check. There was some uh, shady stuff that somebody tried to pull on, on his son and I, talking about the Zoas. And I said, like, I would never do it that way. And I tell Matt, Matt, would a Navy SEAL allow it that way? He's like, fuck no. I said, like, here's the way I would do it. Right. And he says, oh, that makes so much more sense. So yep. Yep. now, you know, because of a time of vibrating a certain way, and, and let's be clear. Your first vibration is I'm not worthy or that's not me. As you train yourself, you start gaining confidence in yourself and your abilities. And as you further train yourself, you will start seeking out qualified coaches and learning. And then you will start bringing something of value to the table. Definitely. No? Definitely. And that's when the vibration will shift and people will seek you out. Without but a doubt. But it starts – with that first step, and you know, it's like they say in MMA, this whole nine, like, do you have the heart to win? And it's like, it's not having the heart to win. It's like, what is that? You think you're just gonna show up in a fight <laughs> and just have a lot of heart and win? It's do you have the heart to prepare to win? Which means, are you gonna have heart during the training camp for months and months of months of getting up early and you're sore and you're going to bed tired and you repeat that every day? That's having heart, doing it day in, day out when nobody's clapping, you know? But at, oh, yeah. the end, at the end of that effort where nobody's cheering and you come out a better man or woman, that's when everything starts to change. Because, you know, it's like we said before, most overnight successes require 20 years or more. Oh, yeah. And you know what else, Eric, the funny thing is, you know, if you look, I, I don't watch much sports because I, I just can't anymore. I, I can't get into these people, the majority of them. And the thing is, everything. see, life is not neatly packaged and wrapped the way you see everything. And I've seen this in weightlifting for years where the only time you'll see video is when the athlete pulls or presses or squats their biggest thing or lifts the biggest rock, whatever. Kettlebell guy, girl, whatever. I've never been afraid to show video of me getting my face kicked in, all right? Because you and I both know we have some unmerciful workouts sometimes where we get our head handed to us. Now, see, I'm not saying this to say, oh, look at me, I'm the hero. That's not what I'm saying right now. But I believe that there would be a much more success, especially in younger kids, if they were allowed, and they're going to fail to begin with, but let them know that this is all part of what they're doing to get to this level they want to get to. You know, you, you see people, I can remember when we played baseball, Little League. I met more babies in my life there, like, oh, they throw their glove down if they struck out, or they'd be crying in the friggin' dugout, or the parents were the worst of the worst. You can do it. The ref's no good. The umpire sucks. And this, and I'm saying to myself, holy God, if I started that kind of shit, my old man would come out on the field and boot me in the ass, all right? Look, if things weren't right, 
yes, you'd have somebody helping you out. But the majority of times, man, your emotions are all over the friggin' board. You've got to learn to control things, you know. They're like, oh, I love when they're out in the field yelling and all that to a point. But most of that stuff now turns me right off. I turn my ears off to you. Because too much of it is choreographed and orchestrated. So, as you can tell, other than maybe watching a few Yankee games and NHL hockey, um, or if I can find old WSM, World's Strongest Man, which is on CBS now, but that's few and far between, that's pretty much the gist of what I'm doing now, if I'm watching anything. But with the business and everything, even when I'm working all day, you know, I'm up till at least 10 o'clock at night working on my stuff, on my dreams, on what I'm going to accomplish, on what I'm vibrating. And to be truly successful with everything, you've got to start learning all this stuff. You've got to learn how DNA works, how the lobes of your brain work, the right side, left side. It's a very big chore to get into. But I felt this is what I needed. I needed to go out and renew and shake hands again with... Napoleon Hill. By far the finest book ever written on business, but the philosophy of how to become great, successful, you want to become a multimillionaire, billionaire, go out and read about him and Andrew Carnegie. These are things that you should be exploring. Because if you want to get to that level Eric and I are talking about, physical's great, but how many times have we talked about athletes that were very good and then they got an injury and they didn't have the rest of the package, and what happened to them? They sailed off into the sunset. Usually they ended up becoming broke and homeless, some of them too. Who wants to see that? But the preparation, as Eric talked about, the standards, this all comes with the mental thing. And, you know, we talked about recovery, we talked about stretching, but if I had to put all my eggs in a basket, which I never do, but if someone said that, where would you put everything right now? I would say if you're not mentally sound and mentally trained, you do nothing. And then the other ingredient I would add to, whether you believe in God or not, you damn well better have a faith that's unbreakable. Because I've told you for the last four and a half years, I've lost friends and family. Because I bucked the system. Because I wouldn't let them tell me, well, you're not where you should be right now, so you should hang it up. And people have tried to give me advice that have done nothing. Nothing where I think it would be for me. Meaning, 9 to 5, all right, they're married. Great, I'm glad it works for you. But I, I've had so many people tell me, look how successful they are. Really? They've never taken a fucking chance in their life. Let alone on themselves. That's not successful. To me, it's a coward. But look, they've got retirement and everything. I have no retirement either, folks. I spent $85,000. All right? I could have walked away and tried to get back in IT again. And I'm using that word try because I don't use the word try. Never. I'd rather go down in flames and give this up. I mean that when I say it. How many people do you know would say that? Not many. Not many. Has nothing. It's not bragging. It's not being a hero or anything. It's what I believe, and I believe in myself far more than most people would. And when you meet people, they notice that. They see that confidence. They see that in your handshake. They see that in your eyes. The way you speak. I was telling Eric offline, learning all kinds of speech patterns now too. 
Well, why would you do that? There's a lot of reasons why. Maybe you ought to go out and look it up if you're interested. I will explain that. I already have a little bit more and more. Um, you're never going to catch on to anything all at once like myself. It takes little bites, but you have to stay the course. When you do that, and then Eric's talking about, hey, there's nothing more I'd love to be on stage with Eric and another of our other people. We've talked about this many times. And I'm telling you right now, to get to that big stage, you're going to have to eat a lot of dirt, man. If you're not willing to, the hell with the stage. Stay in your little world and piss and moan all day. Because I hear that from that place I work. I, I hardly ever say, uh, how you doing to them? You know what they say to me? Effing sucks. I hate this place. I hate my life. They say this to me. And you know what I say to them? Have a nice day, and I walk away from them. Why? I will not let my subconscious mind sit in that stew. Eric, summarize everything. Give out all your info. I'll give mine and hang on the phone. And by the way, everybody, too, Matt Fury has been on with us before. It was probably about a year and a half, two years ago. You ought to go out and listen to that show. It was dynamite, among many others. But, you know, and I I give congrats to Eric because – it's a great accomplishment. You know, I feel that way with John McKean. I, re- I read Hard Gainer. John wrote in the 90s for Hard Gainer. I love John. All his work. That guy had so much influence. I talk about John, Anthony DeTillo, you know, Steve Jack, people that made a mark on me. I mean, nobody ever has been able to get me to go lift a stone, let alone go lift a stone in Iceland think about that so eric i congratulate you and i gotta tell you when i talk to like john and you're getting emails and he writes blog posts for me i'll tell you it's it's a dream come true i mean you're heroes these are guys and women mostly guys with me that i only read about and now i talk to some of them it's it's just uh, it's breathtaking and it, it just goes to show that you can do it it's all yours brother you know that, that that's absolutely right, and it's really great when when you have something of value that these guys that you were learning from you you because you you that's why you have to spend your time and energy uh, bringing things to the table that they don't have so that it can be of value to them. Yep. Um, you know, it's interesting with this fat loss after forty. Um, we really were looking at it, and it's going to be great because I don't think anybody's done it. You know, Matt right now is the president of the Psycho Cybernetics Foundation. Right, right. Actual yep. Malts. Yep. We really looked at it, and we're going to do the Phallus After 40 in a way that's never been done before. Matt is going to use all the psycho cybernetic foundational principles to change the mindset. You know, yep. people have this picture that they're this fat, frumpy person, and they, they need to have the mindset kick in. Yep. So once you fix your mindset, what happens to a lot of people after 40 is they're in pain and they don't have full use of their body. Right. That's why, you know, he says, yeah, your mobility stuff, that's going to be great. So it's it's great to have something to bring to the table where a guy like Matt Fury says, yes, that will work, that, you know, to run with it. Because what happens is, look, if you want, let's say you want to work out in any way, but you go, oh, but my lower back pain prevents me. Oh, but my shoulder pain prevents me. Then you're always limiting yourself. So first you got to amplify the image you have of yourself. Like, again, getting to back your point of vibration. 
And what better way to do that than the way it's been done for uh, since the 60s when Maxwell Maltz really put forth this idea in yep. psycho-cybernetics. Athletes have used this mental rehearsal, but Matt takes it to the deeper level. You know, this is also how Matt became successful in business. Biggest By guy on the internet at one time. That's right. By changing the mental images which govern your yourself and your actions and behaviors. So you're going to change the mental image with the psycho-cybernetics. You're going to regain full use of your body and get out of pain through the mobility work I will teach you. And then Matt and I are going to share all the exercise and training strategies that we have used to either lose drastic amounts of weight or remain at a, at a great weight. Now, yeah. I've been a naval officer you know, for 20 years. I've never really been overweight. I may have gained on those extra 10 pounds and I took them off. So I can show you how to remain fit, and if you have those last 10 pounds around the midline you want to drop, I can show you how I did that. Matt, however, you know, he recently had eye surgery, and because he had that eye surgery and he was put on the, uh, I don't know, was it a cortisone or pregnant, whatever, he yeah. put on these meds that he ballooned up to 267. Wow. Okay. And then, and here's the funny thing about the mind and when you challenge people. He was talking to a friend how when he went to China 20 years ago, he was 198 pounds. Yep. To which his friend says, ha, you will never see that again. And Matt says, is that so? So from 267, he went down all the way to 196 by Christmas Day and he went to China at 196. Nice. Same weight he went when he won the World Shui uh, Jiao uh, Championship in China yep. 20 years ago. Yep. So we're, we're, we're really addressing this from a really holistic point of view. Because after 40, and we've mentioned, you know, you don't have that many mistakes to make. When you're 18, you can do all sorts of stupid stuff. You can yep. go drinking till 2 a.m., wake up at 4 a.m. You can overtrain and just eat more pizza, and it will balance out. That's when you're 18. When you're 40 and over, everything counts. Yep. And I don't know of any other place that addresses the mental, the mobility, and getting out of pain and making your body work, and having the shared experience of Matt Fury and myself both in exercise and nutrition so that people can adopt the ones that fit in with their temperament, their goals, what they want to do. You know, Some people can do some of the crazier things that we've done. Some people can do some of the more moderate things that we've done. Yep. But, you know, Matt's been a wrestler, right? Competitive wrestler. He's been a shui jiao to the point that he won the world championship. You know, those require, and he trained under Dan Gable. Yep. So not everybody can do that, you know. Nope. But nope. through the time he's, you know, he's really doing really good with Chen style Tai Chi Chuan, you know, yep. training five to six hours a day at the Chen Village. So he's going to another level. And he has, so he's 55. He's got 55 years of knowledge. I'm 45. So I, I wasn't a competitive wrestler, but, you know, I did martial arts. Sure. Krav Maga, had a military career, was a javelin thrower. 
So I had a, a, a varied athletic and uh, martial art and military background. I hang out with the SEALs. I see how – I hang out, when I see special – I hang out like I ask them what they do, what what is the requirement. Another thing I'm going to have to add to my list now, you know, is like uh, doing a, a rock march. Look, a 10-mile rock march with like 50 pounds on your back or something. Brutal. Uh, that's a big thing. Could you actually – if you had to walk 20 miles to freedom, could you do that? And I'll tell you right now that a lot of people can't. No, you know, but no, most of them would say, shoot me. <laughs> right, exactly. That'd be it. What yeah. else you got, brother? So, and, and, and that's it. So if Phallus okay. after 40 is something that interests you, I mean, just even getting one of those three components, the mental component, if you just wanted to meet Matt and myself, right? Because that's sure. how I started doing this. There's your chance right now. Hook up with Matt on Facebook. Send him a private message. Say, hey, I want to I wanna get in on this, and he will give you the details. This announcement literally came out yesterday, and we don't even have the, the landing page yet, but we're taking people by uh, Facebook. But Matt's handling that. Uh, look out, Matt Fury on Facebook. Say, hey, I heard about fat loss after 40. I want in. Yep. And uh, he will give you the details. Awesome. And that's all I got for right now. Okay. Um. This is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Go out to uh, Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.r.com if there's a show you'd like Eric and I to do specifically, and I know we can do one. So it's out there. Go out, put something out. We'll put it together for you. If you're really good, you got Skype, maybe we'll bring you in. We'll do a three-way call. That's something they'll always consider here um, because, as I said, we are promoting things all over the place. Um, my whole thing right now, vision of this besides national show, is I want to get a lot more people involved here because there is a demographic out there that's dead because there's nobody out there giving them anything. You know, what we talked about tonight, anybody can latch on to this. I don't care what age you are. And, and you can do physical things, you know, Teach a young kid how to do push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups, anything like that. But one thing I said this, my, my, my thinking totally now, mainly from some of the most rugged things I've done in the last year in, in weightlifting and stones is this. You've got to have the mental capacity to keep taking on more. It's the same way with entrepreneurship. You know what I do every night? I say it. I have my little journal. Before I go to bed, there's something that I recite every night that's a specific amount of money that I want to make every month. But I also have a gratitude journal, among many things I write down. I talked about, I've got people sending me notes. The only way to write things down is a white pad with a blue pen. For some reason, that has the ultimate contact. I've listened to many people have said that's all they use. That's what I use. So... All these things we pass along here are things we do to create our own success. But, you know, it's like it's like the entrepreneurship. What I do all the time is bolster it up more. What, what else do I want? Well, geez, you haven't even got that. What else do you want? What else do you want? You want to leave a legacy. Look at, like, Walt Disney. He left a legacy, but what he did is he reached so high knowing he was never going to get there, that what that does, it puts everything out so all the wheels are in motion then. 
You need to understand that. And that's another show right there. I, that could be a hundred shows, believe me. And eventually you're going to see all kinds of material. Also, too, as I said, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've gotten. We thank everybody. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on an array of stuff. If you want to get us 24-7 in your car, AHA uh, directory, that's aha. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, we talked about this all night with responsibility, with verbiage, with how you talk to yourself. Five words can change your life. So if someone asks you something and they're legit, give them five words. Give them a little more. You never know what you're doing with people. You just don't know. Eric said that. Is this the guy or gal 15 years from now that's going to be standing on stage with me? Hey, possibilities, right? We talk about possibilities, possibilities. Also, too, as my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day because you don't know what people are going through. And look around when you walk. I'm a, I'm a big spectator. Look at the faces. Most of them look down. Never look down. I learned that in martial arts. Never look down and never have things in your ears when you're walking on the street. It's a good way to get killed. Seriously, think about that. Also, too, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, pull it, press it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the great domination stone says in blood red, domination, we don't follow anyone. We clear cut our own path, dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's now a tidal wave, brother, and it's high and wide and getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. And John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, would walk every patient in the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. Or just walk around and say that. It will cause what I tell you. Go out and look up paradigm shift. Go out and look that up if you got the balls to. You'd be amazed what that means when you do things like that. I'm not going to give you any more. Go out and look it up. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred or more of your friends. We are coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Stick with us for the next 30 years. Push these shows out. You need us. We need you. Don't forget, etched in stone, etched in stone for kids. These pages are just exploding, and it's just not stone lifting, folks. It's kids lifting things. I, I love it. So proud of it. Power rack work. It doesn't matter. This is a community as Eric and I talked, it's that mental, physical, and believing, the self, the spiritual. That, to me, is more important than anything. You have to have burning desire, deep belief, and most of all, action. A-C-T-I-O-N, action. Also, too, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And we don't care what the others think, as I said. We don't compete. We dominate oh and i'm trying to think before i sign off with eric remember this you're all winners you're all champions and you're all unstoppable and if you're not hearing that or you're not saying it to yourself 
change the way you think. Get away from the people that are put-down artists that don't have your best interests, and they're constantly saying, well, why do you want to do that? You could get hurt. Well, let me tell you something. You're hurting yourself more by not doing it. So think about that. Eric, smoking show is always. Glad to always have you in the family. Big supporter of me and Eminem, and I thank you for being on, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. You are welcome. So, for Eric Gutman, this show, let's see, today's Friday night. This will be up, uh, it might be up tomorrow night, but if not, it'll be up Sunday for sure, because I've got to still get the solo show up. So, for Eric Gutman, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, and as I said, winner, champion, unstoppable. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.